Over the past four years, University of Detroit Mercy, the Kresge Foundation, and the Detroit Economic Growth Corporation have been meeting and having productive conversations with residents and business owners of this area about how we might revitalize the Livinois and McNichols Corridor a little bit further. That's University of Detroit Mercy President Antoine Garibaldi announcing the creation of the Live Six Alliance in August. It's a joint effort between the two colleges in the area, U of D Mercy and Marygrove, along with the Kresge Foundation and the Detroit Economic Growth Corporation. The name of the initiative is a combination of Livernoy and Six Mile, otherwise known as McNichols. The project's goal is to infuse the surrounding community with $700,000 in order to revitalize the district. Based on surveys of area residents, the alliance has four major objectives. Safety and security was very high on their list. Neighborhood stabilization, business attraction and, attra and retention. And then the last one was really getting them involved in some of the efforts that they thought this area should have been involved in a long, long time ago. Garibaldi says U of D Mercy has a vested interest in the health of the neighborhood surrounding the campus since the school and the business district have existed together for decades. Here's a quick history lesson about the genesis of the university's place in northwest Detroit. It starts with the journey of Father John McNichols, president of the original University of Detroit in 1920. He, armed by a couple of companions, makes the trek up to northwest Detroit with $100,000 and a satchel. Makes his way up Woodward, I suppose, and turns due west at some point, and he buys the farmland that the University of Detroit Mercy sits on. That's author and historian Ken Coleman. He says when Father McNichols relocated the university to northwest Detroit from downtown, it transformed the agrarian landscape to an urban neighborhood. And he says the real coup for the Livernoy Business District was when S.S. Kresge broke ground in 1945. And from there, you get stores like B. Siegel, Lewis the Hatter, Kroger's has a supermarket there, and by the 1940s and early 50s, the avenue of fashion is on and popping, if you will. But Coleman says despite the avenue of fashion's decades-long success, it ultimately paralleled Detroit's decline. He says there was a loss of population beginning in the 1960s. At the same time, there was a growing desire to shop at enclosed malls, such as Northland Center and Southfield. And once foot traffic started declining along the avenue, the big stores, such as S.S. Kresge, moved away or went out of business. One entrepreneur who has been in the area for nearly a decade is Rhonda Morris, the owner of Lucky's Cheesecakes on McNichols. She says she'd like to see the area grow economically. I would like to see more businesses because it's a great area and people come. They come and I, I try to always have it looking nice around my building because people are coming here from everywhere. Morris elaborates that beautifying the neighborhood could help the area, saying she'd like to see it look more like Royal Oak compared to what it looks like now. I love when you are driving down the street and you see all the pretty flowers and people are sitting all out front. I want to do something like that. Fostering a symbiotic relationship between the universities, the neighborhoods, businesses, and residents is a key component for the Live Six Alliance. And with Detroit rebounding post-bankruptcy, attracting businesses to the area may be an easier prospect than before, both from an outside perspective, where the city may look more financially stable after emerging from Chapter 9, and for longtime residents who can take advantage of new programs established by the Duggan administration. People that know, know. So as soon as the press 
conference happened for this organization, people started looking into buying properties. I don't think there's a hard sell that needs to happen. Everybody, it just makes sense that the area in between two universities would start to develop at some point. That's Lauren Hood, acting director of the Live Six Alliance. She comes to the project after a long career in community outreach and development. As part of her position with Live Six, she's been reaching out to community members throughout the area. She's gone so far as to set up a mobile office in the parking lot of a long-gone Italian restaurant on Six Mile in order to more quickly touch base with residents. She says her conversations with people in the neighborhood have been varied. Their concerns range from a desire for better public safety to more business development. And she says many people would like to have stronger relationships with their neighbors. A lot of people talk about getting back to a point in time when everybody knew each other. A point in time where this was not just a neighborhood, it was a community. So it wasn't just a bunch of people living in houses. It was a bunch of people that were connected to each other, knew each other, helped each other out, had each other's back, looked out for each other. But getting to that renewed sense of community will take time, and developing the area won't happen immediately. U of D Mercy President Antoine Garibaldi says the university and foundations have heeded the wisdom from another local leader in economic development, the woman many consider to be the driving force behind Midtown's revitalization. Sue Mosey has talked and spoken to us on a, on a regular basis, and I've had the great opportunity to listen to her on several occasions. And she reminds everyone that Midtown did not revitalize itself overnight. It's really 30 years in which some of those initial projects uh, were started. And we think this one is going to be gradual as well. Garibaldi says the university and its partners have been very conscious of the darker side that sometimes comes with accelerated economic development, mainly fears surrounding gentrification. He says the Live Six Alliance has been proactive in having residents take part in the conversations surrounding projects in the area. Garibaldi says since the city emerged from bankruptcy, initiatives such as the Motor City Match and demolitions of blighted buildings have enhanced the Live Six Alliance project. In the past year, former Detroit Lion Ron Bartell opened Cuzzo's Chicken and Waffles on Livernoy, just north of Seven Mile, and it was recently announced that the owners of Bucharest Grill would open up another location in the area. Beyond new business, Live Six's Lauren Hood says she hopes new residents will add to the corridor's growth, preserve its history, and strengthen its culture. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, WDET News.